0: So this morning is Gaudete Sunday, and it's the third Sunday, and in my haste of just trying to concentrate on getting the homily ready and things ready, I actually misrobed. I should be in rose color, So, uh, and it's recorded for posterity's sake, so that's good. Uh, mistakes are always just free humility. They're just kind of little gifts from God, so I thank the Lord for that, but uh, but let's kind of talk about that. Why, why this shift from the violet, which is more solemn, uh, to the rose color, um, which you'll see on the chalice veil over there, um, because in the church we're actually shifting. In the church, we're shifting this Gaudete Sunday to more joy. You see, Advent is all about waiting and preparing for Christ. Now, our waiting is different from the people in the Old Testament. They were waiting for the first coming of Jesus, but we are waiting for the second, either by the end of time, the end of this world or by our own individual end of time here on earth. So this Sunday of Advent just celebrates the fact that we now can have Jesus. We can come in contact with God, even as we wait to see him face to face. So that's why we pause and have joy this Gaudete Sunday. But today, I, I want to unpack the waiting that we have to do. First, we're going to look at the example of St. John the Baptist from our Gospel. His weight was painful. And then second, let's talk about how we're waiting for God, what we're waiting for God to do in our lives in 2022. So let's begin with John the Baptist. At this point in history, he's been arrested. He's sitting in prison. John is incarcerated, just stewing behind bars. And you have to consider the possibility that John might be wondering, why doesn't Jesus free me? He's the Lamb of God. John prepared people for Jesus to come and change everything. So John might be thinking, why hasn't Jesus changed my life? So John sends his disciples and to ask this question. Are you the one who is to come, or should we look for another? Thinking about it deeper, there really could be a little bit of an edge to this question from John. John believes that Jesus really is the Messiah, but why is this Messiah letting him rot in prison? Should we look for another Messiah, one who's going to take care of us? Now hear the response of Jesus. Jesus said, go and tell John what you hear and see. The blind regain their sight, the lame walk, lepers are cleansed, the deaf hear, the dead are raised, and the poor have the good news proclaimed to them. And blessed is the one who takes no offense at me. In short, John was waiting for God to do one specific thing. And Jesus lovingly says, I know what you want, but I came here for a different and better reason. This is key. John wants to be personally released from being condemned to live in an earthly prison. But instead, Jesus wants to release every human from being condemned to an eternal, hellish prison. Based upon this reality, our second point becomes clear. Waiting for God is tough, especially when we're waiting for God to do something specific that we pick. We all feel like John the Baptist at times, but Jesus is asking us for the same thing he asked his dear friend John to do. In short, Christ is asking I know exactly what you desire but can you let me do something better Don't look at Christ's response today as to John as harsh or unloving or ignoring what John desires Jesus knows John and he loves him perfectly But Jesus knows every plus Jesus knows every detail of John's suffering But Jesus is not using his power to do what John wants because the Christ came to do something better, way better. A good meditation to do this Advent season is a self-examination of what you're waiting for God to do for you. A lot of times we pick what we're waiting for, but then we won't try to connect with God while we wait. It's like when I have a specific job that I want God to do, Well, then I'll just keep him at arm's length until he gets it done. If we do this, the reality of that situation is we're not going to come in contact with God till he does things on our terms. And this is not a healthy way to live. Think about if we did that with other people. You know what? I'll only connect with you after you do something for me. All this does is lead to unhealthy relationships. If you have something picked out that you're waiting for God to do for you today, examine it. Honestly, it might be a good thing, a healing, a change in job, guidance about a decision. But are you waiting for that good thing so much that you're not letting God do something better? Personally, that was one of the hardest truths I had to learn before my relationship with God became real, became something lived. Can you be open to the possibility that you're not receiving good things so that God can give great things? St. John was stuck on waiting for earthly things fixed. Jesus was trying to fix eternal things. So pause and ask, are we doing the same thing? Overall today, we examined the situation with St. John. Imprisoned, confused, hurt, He asked Jesus if he was who he says he was. The response was, yes, John, I am. But Jesus came to accomplish something greater than John could have ever hoped for. And our second point was to use this meditation for ourselves. If you feel like St. John, where you feel like saying, should I wait for you, God, or should I look elsewhere? Listen to his response. God is always trying to do something great with your life. So don't let a specific good thing you're waiting for be a barrier. This Advent season is all about waiting, so let's wait in a healthy way. Be open to the good things not being fulfilled. Be open to the fact that good things might not be fulfilled because God wants to do great things in your life.